You know, when they say go to a league that has money, <laughs> hey, they talk about the Chinese league. It's become the hope of so many football household names. Believe you me. And that is why I'm always proud when one of our very own is able to go across to the Chinese league and make a name for himself. And he's really adapted very, very easily. I mean, we all remember him when he was at Karaba. People were like, Karawat, Karahu, Karawe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but when the man was set in the scene of light and we were watching him play in the UEFA Champions League, we're like, yeah, boy, that is your Karabakh for you. That's all the way in Azerbaijan. They call him the light-hued, gigantic son of the soil. Hey, big English. The light-hued, gigantic son of the soil. Consistently firing on all cylinders, irrespective of which club that he turns out for. 25 goals in 32 games. Zhejiang Green Town Football Club. Zhejiang. Yeah, Zhejiang. Zhejiang. Yeah, the province. It's the name of the province in China. So Z and H, you kind of Zhejiang. Yeah, like Zhe like Mod. Yeah, I'm not Zhejiang. Zhejiang. Quick. Hey, 25 goals in 32 games. Am I? Is that yesterday's history, or is that how it currently looks? Uh, Robert, uh, thanks for welcoming yeah, me. Yeah, well, we, we never really greet and say, you know, yeah. we get straight into the business. Dino Jovo, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is in studio. Welcome into the country. Welcome to MSW. Thank you, Brother Robert. Uh, I'm glad to be here in your show. You know, it's been, I think, it's been thank two, two times that I cancelled the last minute, mainly because I don't like to make interviews, you know. We don't uh, we don't do interviews. That's a nice thing. We have conversations okay. on this show. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we stopped doing interviews years ago. Mm. Those are boring. Yeah, okay. yeah. We have conversation. We chat. Yeah. If you wanted to bring your favorite uh, Chinese green tea, you should have brought it here. We just <laughs> sit, have scones, chat, catch up about life. Hey, yeah. how long are you gonna be? You just here, obviously, for the international window. No, no, no. My season is over. You you done now? Yeah, my season is over. So season. how long are you gonna be around for until next year? I'll. I'm going back uh, on the 10th of December because I need to make some rehabilitation with the physio for my club. Okay. But uh, before the 22nd of December, I'll be back. Then I'm going back for pre-season on the 10th of January. Hey man, this is a short break. Yeah. So you're flying back just to have physio? Yeah. Well, this is a nice life, huh? First class. <laughs> <laughs> no, they need to they need to make sure that when I go back to pre-season, I don't have any problems. We've got you know? physios here in, in South Africa. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Chinese people they they trust or they believe in what they you know. Yeah. For the for the people that they they've they've hired, so we've got a good physio that has worked in Barcelona B. Yes. Um, uh, unfortunately, he came with uh, our former coach who used to play for Barcelona also. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they sacked the coach, he stayed behind because of they liked his work and uh, yeah, the the Chinese players they are coming back actually on the tenth of December. But they asked me to come back because they need me to come and yeah. rehabilitate my, you know, niggling knee. So yeah, I'll be there for like a week and a half or two weeks maximum. Has, has that messed things up a little bit, your knee? Because from time to time you'll see reports mm-hmm. about a problem with the knee. Mm-hmm. What exactly is the problem? Uh, actually, you know, when I signed for Zhejiang Green Town Football Club, uh, my knee went a lot of under a lot of trauma. 
Right. But it was ne- not necessarily a big, big uh, injury. It was a little bit of a stress. Mm. And, you know, I had um, MRIs, second opinions from different doctors and specialists. And I went to Spain also to one of, one of the good Barcelona specialists, uh, Dr. Kuwad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that, you know, Dino, if you, you know, you as a player, you are your own doctor, you know how your body works. So if you want to make surgery, you can make a surgery. But if you want to take a PRP, which is a, uh, some, it's like an injection that they extract your mm-hmm. blood off your, your hand and they just, you know, uh, vacuum it until the, you know, the white blood cells and red blood cells and um, the plasma and they struck the plasma and he said in my knee. So it's up mm. to you if you want the PRP injection or you want the surgery. And if you take the PRP injection, you need to strengthen your knee time to time. Right. So I chose that because at that time we were fighting for the league and we were second in the league. So I chose to do the PRP because it, you know, the rehabilitation is 72 mm. hours. Mm. Then after that, you know, I kept on going through the same thing of, you know, getting hit on the same knee, Yo. same knee, same knee. You know, but uh, luckily enough with God by my side, I never had uh, a serious maybe uh, ACL uh, ACL breakage or something mm. but all all the things that uh, I've seen in the MRI it's only the liquid inside the knee but as i said by the god god god's grace everything is it's working well that injection sounds sounds hectic yeah, but, but but I suppose you're looking at recovery period yeah. and and that is always a problem especially when you're chasing and then how well did you do in the league uh, this season, uh, as I said, they sacked our previous coach yeah. mainly because we got a lot of draws than wins. You know, um, the the team that won the league, it, you know, the the difference between us and them it was only six points, and the second team because they they promote the first and the second team on the league. Okay. So we were about we were only three points behind, no, two points behind the um, second place. So from third place until us. It was only 1.1 points with goal mm. difference. So it was really a confusing and complicated season for each, for all the teams actually, mm. you know, from first to, to, to sixth. But for us, I think it was really, really, you know, uh, a season with a lot of, you know, ups and down, mm-hmm. downs. But uh, what can I say? You know, we, we always go back to the drawing board and we will focus next season. So what are they doing in terms of the coach, though? Are they happy with the performance of your current coach going into the new season or is there bound to be changes there? Uh, you know, they haven't decided yet because the coach that they chose because they set the coach in the middle of the season yeah. and we didn't have time to really go Replace, outside and yeah. get the new coach. So they chose the Chinese coach who was the team manager but he was he got he got he's got the FIFA license and he used to coach Chinese teams before. Mm. So they robbed him in to come help us until the end of the season which he did pretty well, mm. you know. And from as far as I'm, con- I'm concerned, from his you know conversation that I had with him the last game, he wants to you know continue for next season. But the club haven't decided yet. I think by end of November they will you know announce mm-hmm. who's the new coach. But I've heard that there's a few CVs. Mm-hmm. There's a coach that went to the Super League last season. Uh, the team that uh, I, I will never say they beat us mm-hmm. the team that went above us with points last season the coach that was sacked when they went up um that coach i think they one of the coaches that are you know in the in the list of coaches that my club wants to to hire for next season who would you who would you put in that position given your knowledge of the game in that part of the world uh for me you know uh, as i said when i heard that this coach you know that mm-hmm. i just spoke about now 
he's one of the candidates that uh, the team wants to bring in. I was actually excited because he actually went, took two teams from the Liga 1 to the Super League. The first team, which is Nyasha te- Nyasha's mm. previous team, which is Dalian Yifang. And the previous team was uh, Shenzhen uh, FC. So for me, I got excited and also because I'm playing with Nyasha Mshek now. Yes. He's my teammate. So he spoke highly about him. Yeah. So actually, uh, I was actually, I think this coach, he can actually yeah. bring us what we need and that is going back to the Super League. Right. I mean, you, you mentioned the name of Nyasha Mshek. We haven't really heard about him in a, in a very long time. Yeah. But we all know about the migration of so many big superstars. Um, I know that Ronaldo kind of dissed the Chinese league a little mm-hmm. bit, but he had to prove a point to mm-hmm. say at his age, he's not going to, to China mm-hmm. like some of the players that he did mention at the time, mm-hmm. that he chooses to go to a very competitive league mm-hmm. in Serie A uh, and play for Juve, play in the Champions League, be as competitive as he was previously with Real Madrid and even with Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the big names in case people that are listening I'm not aware because hey, you guys attract a lot of big stars there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you you quite right with the statement just mentioned yeah. now with uh, Marawa. Uh, one of the players that you know criticized the Chinese league is Zaya Toure, and actually he he signed with one of the champions of our league, um, Qingdao Huanghai mm. uh, Football Club. He came now in the middle of the season around July, and he signed with them. So I, I cannot mention other names, you know, there's this tons and tons of names yeah. that I can mention, the list is endless. But one of the, the, um, the players that I'm going to mention, mainly because of you mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. and he criticized the, the Chinese league, it's Yaya Chui. He's one of the players that criticized the Chinese league, he said, I will never go to China. Look at where he is now. He's in China, and next year he'll be playing in the Super League. That's amazing. I mean, I saw him over the weekend. Um, he was doing match analysis, and uh, I was actually surprised by his physical conditioning. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen Yaya looking so lean and mean and, mm-hmm. and, and, and fit. Mm-hmm. Was, he was always criticized as being a bulked up player, mm-hmm. uh, you know, slightly overweight mm-hmm. and slow, of mm-hmm. course, like you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what are some of the pluses, would you say, uh, in, in playing in the Chinese mm-hmm. part of the world? Mm-hmm. I want to try and say this yeah. in a nice way. Mm-hmm. But w- when you compare it to your stay in Karabag mm-hmm. and now where, where you are in mm-hmm. China, what are some of the pluses for you? For for me, actually, you know, I, I cannot compare so much because of the only comparison that I would compare, mm. I would say is it's mainly football. But the difference is that in Karabakh, I played Champions League. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mainly competitive in Europe. Europe, But in China, you know, China, you have to understand something. If you are not physically in a good condition, you'd never, never play. Really? Because the altitude... You have to understand the, the, the altitude of, of that country, it's, it's way too much for any yeah. other country can travel in in the world. So if you're not in good physical condition, you'd never, you know, you'd never um, make it. Yeah. But in terms of football, I think um, uh, they, 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 they are trying slowly but surely to, you know, introduce a mm. uh, lot of, especially they've, uh, you know, adopted this Spanish and Portuguese uh, philosophy. So they're trying to, you know, introduce this kind of football and you know the competitiveness of other teams and how other teams in Europe uh, that's what I'm saying this guy mm-hmm. that you had an, an interview with him that you know they're making links and partnership and relationships with La Liga mm-hmm. you know Dubai uh, England and so forth yeah so they're trying to adapt on how these leagues have been run 
football wise i think they, there's few things that they can you know actually fix there and there improve uh, improve yeah, you know sure. but in terms of uh the competitiveness 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 i think um mm. mainly everything it's much similar only as i said because we played in europe and the other one we play in asia your current form and uh, and i know that you're a very humble person mm. as far as i've known you from day one but when you find such good scoring form uh, i think the stats were saying something like you score a goal every 141 minutes mm. but when it translates to what i told you earlier on those are fantastic numbers that you look at what, what would you attribute that to given the fact that you've had this problem with the knee but you managed to overcome that focus on scoring mm-hmm. and do what you do best i think you know first of all uh diet you know my diet plan yes. you know worked in handy because of you know as much as everyone don't know why a lot of players get injured or have problems with their knees is that you cannot put 100 kilos on top of a table <laughs> if the the legs of a table cannot contain that 100 kilos so if your body your legs cannot carry your weight mm. you're going all the time have problems with your knees right. or your ankles so i had to come into terms when i went to spain and i took uh, the took you know the analysis and everything in terms of my fat mass you know my weight mm. i said do you know you know your fat mass is not bad as it looks because normally if as a football player you need to have 11% and i was like around 13.5 mm-hmm. so you, if you want this problem to go away or you need you can strengthen your knee but this problem come will come reoccurring reoccurring mm. because of your fat mass in kilo so i had to reduce my fat mass in kilo and i they but you know they gave they gave me and introduced me to uh, this new diet plan which mm-hmm. helped me so much until this day wow very quickly i've got about 40 seconds before the break um w- what's your diet like you know actually for me i don't uh, i don't eat too much carbs because mm-hmm. chinese they are not so much into carbs yes they like greens i eat too much protein and uh, i drink too much water now and then i drink too much coffee but without sugar because coffee it helps you to you know break the the fat mm. mass in your mm. in your body so each and every day I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coffee person i can drink maybe three times of uh, three cups of coffee a day without yeah. sugar and black wow all right black coffee will be happy yeah. to know this oh we 9110337 dino njovu is my guest we'll take the final lap of our conversation with him will include some of your calls great that he's popped around to come visit us in our studio and chat about the season that is had hey so was i right to those uh, what did i say all of those goals that you scored yeah who was top goal scorer uh, some guy i don't know his name hey. yeah he's a bad african guy <laughs> african boy yeah. okay from nice. ivory coast beautiful yeah. and how many more did you score i, I thought you were like topping the table there no for the past two seasons i played for my team 50 games mm-hmm. i've scored 39 goals uh last season uh, was much better i scored 19 goals this season i scored 17 goals but this is i have more assist than last season yes yeah. is it a change of role maybe yeah i think it's a change of role because of um this is when they brought nyasha nyasha played the smallest uh, a target man yeah. but before him i played as a target man and when he came he played as more as a target man i played behind him so he f- i feel of him but most of the time uh, i gave him more assists but are you comfortable with that yeah i enjoyed more more than being nine number nine uh, the responsibility yeah. factor 
Yeah. Mm. So you feel that you, you're able to do more. Are you given that res- well, uh, but uh, that freedom to do more? Should yeah, I say? I've, I've, I've been given that opportunity to be the vice captain and captain of other, for other games. Well, congratulations. So, you know, for me, I've always been a person that, you know, when you're ta- a target man, you have this, you know, uh, aura within you that, okay, I don't care if I don't touch the ball that yeah. much. Even the game can go 15, 20 minutes, I don't touch the ball. As long as the ball gets inside the box, I'm ready to push it to push it behind the, the net. But as a number 10, you're playing behind, you always need to be more involved. So when they gave me that role to say, you know, be, be more involved, pick up the balls from mm-hmm. our defensive midfielders, and they started to give me that much responsibility and I enjoyed it more and I, I did better than I did as number nine. Did you expect to get a call-up? In in the Bafana Bafana camp for this Afcon. Actually, to be honest, uh, I've, I've 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 put that behind me. I've never even I don't even think about Bafana anymore. Mm. Actually, to be honest, I don't have any grudge with anything. I everyone who's been called up deserves to be in the national team. I think you know uh, there's been a lot of conversation and talks about who deserves to be in the national team, but I think the coach is the one who makes that decision. And I wish them all the best. Mm. But I've never, even this year, okay, last year I had I had a, that mind or that idea that, okay, I want to, uh, maybe I'll get a call up. But this year I've never had any. Is, any, is that any, because of previous disappointments though? I, I think, I think, I think you, that you could say that. But, yeah. uh, you know, I've actually, you know, opened my heart for more disappointment, you know, because of if I close it that much to say, okay, I think they're going to call me this time. And it doesn't happen. You know, I, I tend to not focus on my club you know, more than the national team. So if I put my mind into it, so I'm going to say, okay, this, is f- this coming week, is f- it's the national team's gonna, squad's going to be called. Mm. So I'm thinking that I'm going to be called and I, that doesn't happen. You know, it just gives me that twitch to not look. Uh, I'm not called up. So I get mm. angry, I get sad. So I, I had to put my mind out there to, to strengthen my mind to say, you know what, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, I, I don't even bother or think about it mm. or even to read about it. Even if they say the squad, they call in the squad tomorrow. I won't even go to social media or to check if my name is there. So is that's it that bad? Though? Do you believe that you've been misunderstood though when it comes to Bafana Bafana? Maybe your role mm-hmm. was you're scoring the same goals. Mm-hmm. It's the same nets. It's mm-hmm. the same FIFA rules mm-hmm. in China mm-hmm. as it is here in South Africa or anywhere else the other players come from. Mm-hmm. Robert, I, I wish that I had the same feeling or I had the same coach who believed who believes in me that like other players, you know, there's mm-hmm. other players that, you know, okay, in the national team, they play well, but in club level, they don't play well, but they get the same call-up to be called in the national team, you know. I wish that I had the same coach who would do that to me, mm-hmm. you know, who would give me the same privilege to say, okay, you know, you're doing well in club level. Come, mm-hmm. you know, be part of this. Uh, I think you can, you know, do better. But I've never, from all the coaches, all respect to them, but I've never got a chance. I think the chance that I got to be in the national team is because of the the people from people of South Africa, mm-hmm. you know, pushing in the media or the media pushing for me to be in the national team. But there's never been a coach that believed in me in the, in the national setup. Oh. I mean, that, that sounds very sad. That sounds unfortunate. Do you have any regrets, though? No, I don't. I don't, you know. Uh, I don't have any regrets to... Actually, the chances that I got to play and to wear that uh, stuff can uh, jersey, it's always one of the best highlights of my mm. career. You know, I can no one can take that away from me. Even the the media can tarnish or write whatever they want to write about me. But 
if you can go to Google and say Dino Ndlovu, they will tell you, even if they can say ex-international Bafana player or international South African player, mm. my name will always, the international word will always be there. And that's always, that m- makes me feel proud, you know. And at the end of the day, I don't have any regret. Uh, as I said, I don't close the door for Bafana, sure. but I'm not even opening the door to say, okay, this is coming or not. So if it comes, it comes. If it mm. doesn't come, life moves on. What's next for you? Uh, actually, for me, I just renewed my contract this year with my club for the next coming two years. Uh, it will take me beyond my 30th birthday. Oh, nice. So for now, I'm still, you know, I, I, I'm studying with UNISA. So I'm still, I want, I want to, you know, prepare my, my life after football now. Mm. You know, at the, at the age of 29, 30, I want to prepare myself. I'm doing some businesses in property, but, you know, it's something that I, wanna, I don't want to go into detail with mm. about. So... For me, now it's mainly focusing on my team and which is they have put the, their mind and believe in me and it's to take them back to the Super League. You're earning well, though. Of course I'm earning well. Mm. <laughs> you say that with a smile. Yeah, You're of earning course. very well. Yeah, I do. Especially with the, with the exchange rate being what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, 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 I do, you, I do. You, you come back I'm and... I'm quite happy, I'm quite happy with my, my earnings. You come back and you're multi-millionaire over and over. That's not a bad thing to be. Of course. It's a comfortable position. But it comes with responsibility. Of course. Are you responsible? A lot. Ah, Shati Levan. When did you get Took married? Uh, traditional, my traditional wedding was on December 2016. Yes. And my wedding was last year, February. Angbizwang. Yeah, because we're little busy. Well, that's a major step because I think a lot of people always say that for you to earn that level of groundedness mm-hmm. is to do- go the step that you went. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations. I wish you everything of the best, man. Uh, I, I wish and I hope mm-hmm. you have four more kids. Mm-hmm. I wish and I hope when you come back all the doors will open in terms of prosperity. Thank you. I think your, your humility and your hard work um, might not be appreciated that much. And that is why these conversations do help mm-hmm. to try and get into the mind of Dino Njolo mm-hmm. and understand him a bit more. Do allow us a bit more time mm-hmm. next time to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. I think the more we chat mm-hmm. and I'm seeing on social media, the more people are appreciating mm-hmm. and understanding what the mental makeup of you yeah. is all about. So, I really always appreciate chatting to you. Thanks, Robert. And you've always been open to conversations with us. Thanks, Robert. And we don't take that lightly. Yeah. Yeah. I must meet this physio. It's going back all the way for physio. First class. I'm not sure if my mom does that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Metro. We'll catch up tomorrow. Thanks.